Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. My kids are finally, finally getting into things like Superman and Spider-Man. And I couldn't be more excited. I mean, honestly, I grew up with with X-Men and, and things like that where you have these superheroes and you have these awesome characters that are that are out doing these incredible things like beasts and these giant guy and Wolverine who have like, you know, anger issues and and it's just great. It's great. I really enjoy it and I really enjoy the that type of cinema and, and those types of movies. So my my son decides that he wants for his movie night, because we do Todd Family Movie Night every Friday, he decides that he wants to watch um, what is it? Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse or something like that. And it's this kind of cartoony Spider-Man. So it's not it's, it's obviously not a- actual characters and they can do a lot of different things. But it wasn't also it, it also wasn't like Looney Tunes or anything like that, where it's super, super cartoony. It's pretty good graphics, pretty good CGI stuff and, and very good action. The music was fantastic. Throwbacks to uh, to when my wife and I were like in high school and stuff. It was a good time. So we were watching this film and. I really got into it. I remembered how much I loved watching Spider-Man movies and, and just action hero movies. They're, they're out doing these incredible things, these incredible feats that are that are well beyond, you know, any normal person, you know, any non-imaginary person's capacity. And what was wonderful was seeing my boys really dive into it, like really, really love that stuff too. Because I always get kind of worried about it. Because you don't know what your kids will be attracted to. And that's that's a real issue. And you need to be worried about this. Because the reality is, if your kids are attracted to... Like, if, if your kids wanted to be in the Slytherin house and Harry Potter... <laughs> That's not that's not great. You're not supposed to like that house. And although, you know, J.K. Rowling really strives for balance in the Harry Potter series and tries to make the people in Slytherin not seem so terrible, there's still a, a worry there. It's like, they're not really good people. <laughs> You can't, you can't avoid that. So when my boys got really pumped about Spider-Man and, and the capacity for people to use these great powers for good, I was really happy about that. I'm like, okay, okay. They, they like the right kind of ice cream, right? Like the, their, their inclinations in the world are, are mirroring what I would want for my boys. And that's, that's a wonderful thing. And I started wondering like, gosh, how could people be, how could I train my boys or teach my boys to be kind of like superheroes in the world? Right. And you know, you can, you can dive down these rabbit holes. It was like, well, if you're a teacher, you're like a superhero. If you're an awesome big brother, you're a superhero. If you're this or you're that, you're a superhero. But that's kind of insufficient because I, I realized that you could really consider yourself a hero in a lot of different capacities. You could consider yourself a hero if you're just like a good husband or a good wife or a good friend. You could if you're there for somebody at the right moment, at the right time, you're you're like a hero to them. But as I was thinking about this, I was also mulling over a conversation I had with with a nephew of mine. And he was saying that he wanted to be like this heroic guy who in the real world, not a Spider-Man character, but he, he's about 12, 13, and he wanted to be like this guy who I think he like saved a dog from a burning car or like he ran into a burning building and he was he was kind of being flippant. He's like, I want to be like that guy. Like, I don't need to go to college to be that guy. I don't need to be, 
you know, whatever to be that guy. And it kind of struck me because I started wondering, well, how would you help someone become that person, right, if they wanted to be that guy? And so I started going through this, this kind of list with, with my nephew, which is like, okay, look, first off, if you want to pull somebody out of burning building, you, you really have to be physically fit. There's no, there's no avoiding that, right? If you're, you're not pulling anyone out if you're, if you're super overweight and you don't work out. So you're going to have to get in shape, right? And getting in shape means you're going to have to confront a certain degree of pain and suffering and, and reality and not be stupid and, you know, probably start eating good things. And he was like, yeah, fine, whatever. And then we go down, you know, past that. You have to be out in the world doing things because if you're just hanging out at home, playing video games, well, you know, you're likely not going to be out in the world to, to see anyone in the burning building, right? You, you can't, you can't have that, right? Because those two things are mutually exclusive. You can't be out in the world and be at home playing video games. And ultimately the, the biggest thing is that you have to value other people to a degree that warrants a sacrifice of yourself. And that last piece is actually really difficult to do, right? Like how do you value other people greater than you value yourself, right? Value strangers. I understand valuing my wife, like, or my family or whatever. I'd do anything for them, right? Of course, I'd happily lay my life down to, to protect them. That's, that's not a thing. But for a perfect stranger, that's a really difficult task. So you have to kind of come to terms with who you are as a human being and what it means to be in this experience that you might potentially risk your own life for someone else's and you'd be okay with that. And we were kind of going back and forth with this, which I thought was an interesting view into his mind because he hadn't really thought about what it would take to be this superhero. But the last thing that you would really need is to not really be caring about your own awesomeness. And this last piece is, I think, one of the most difficult things when trying to help people find, especially younger people, find a path towards being awesome. Because people that we value as awesome, like Spider-Man, superheroes, whoever it is, they're not out it for this glory, right? Like, they're in it for other things. Even the villains in the Spider-Man film that we were watching, the villain was not in it for himself. He was in it to try to reunite with his family, right? Like, his people were were really important. He wasn't there for fame and fortune. And it's these two things kind of are mutually exclusive. You can't want to be this awesome, you know, Superman-esque character and also not really care about yourself like that because the, all of the superheroes are selfless. And so what do you do? How do you teach young people how to be consumed by the selfish nature of their own aspirations to be completely selfless, selfless. It's a really tough thing. I, and I never ultimately came around to figuring it out because the bottom line is the most awesome people I've ever met, the coolest people, the greatest people are not people that sit around being only for themselves. They're generally people who are giving and and caring and build up other people. They sit around figuring out ways to build up other people, to make other people great, to make them awesome. They're not sitting around thinking about how to make themselves awesome. And sometimes compensation comes with that. 
right? Sometimes people get paid a lot of money to do this, but at the core of it is not the desire to make money necessarily. The core of it is to get this task done, to help people be better, to be more awesome, to, to succeed. Everyone wins. And I think that's ultimately it. I think that's really the only way you can kind of sell people, especially young people on this. Look, stop trying to be awesome yourself. Stop trying to look for ways that you can improve your standing in the world. Stop being for yourself. Be for other people as much as you can, as genuinely as you can, as intensely as you can. Be for other people. Be all in for other people. And if you can be all in for other people, it could be school, it could be sports, it could be anything, then you really will be a superhero. And it may not be as sexy and glamorous as Spider-Man. It's definitely not going to be, you know, Spike Lee. But at the end of the day, man, superheroes, they're all in it. They're all in it for other people. And that's going to be the only path to, to superhero-ness that we and the mere mortals without supernatural abilities are going to experience. If you want to be a superhero, man, especially for my young people listening, you got to be all in for someone else. It's a weird thing, but it sounds pretty awesome to me. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. Hey, don't forget... Essay seminars for application essays, Common App, Coalition, UC Essays. These are going to be huge in your application. If you want help with them, just hit me up. Seminars running every week.